real about social media. I'm more of a Twitter guy myself. Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. Hey. No, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. <laughs> hey, Twitter's lit, though. <laughs> I don't know about everything else. Uh, yeah, especially with, 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 with Instagram going down last week. Hey, shout out to Melvin though, like because he'd be on it. Nah, no, I gotta shout him out for that one. He bro. took it too far. There's <laughs> any two people that should not have. A I know. I, I I let him know he took it too far, but it still was clever. I, I got I gotta give him props. If y'all see my name, not Tony though. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's any two people that don't need a Twitter right now, it's Donald Trump and Melvin Siakam or Seekum, Per Seekum, Per Per Delete their Twitter accounts ASAP. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think Trump is uh Trump is off Twitter. Nah, he's off. Unfortunately, I miss him. Do you? Yeah. Do you really? I do. I y'all, the, y'all don't know how entertaining this was for me, bro. The entertainment factor. Right? Okay, okay. Bro, like he did an interview yesterday. Was talking about uh people bringing AIDS, AIDS. to this, bro. From he hate, about crying, laughing. Oh boy, I was in tears. I was yeah. I was like, entertainment factor got to be. Man, well, you know. Donald Trump did once get Leandro Ball and a couple of UCLA players out of jail overseas before. So, do you think he can help these guys we're about to talk about now? <laughs> Yo, what a segue. <laughs> you want to talk about segues. Boy, that was a yoga stretch, but he made it happen. Boy, Melvin must have just texted you that one. <laughs> Y'all said it up, man. Y'all threw the alley. I just, I just, uh, you know, I just don't. Yeah, you knocked the head out of that. You're in the preseason type shit. <laughs> oh, man. So, y'all ain't heard. Y'all be under a rock. I think it was Thursday when all this stuff dropped. Thursday, Wednesday, one day. So, all this news dropped. Former 18 former NBA players were charged with fraud. Uh, headlined by Terrence Williams. Uh, he used to head of the organization, head of everything. Uh, if y'all don't know who Terrence Weeds was, he played in Louisville. I used to like him. I thought he'd be cold in the league. He was uh, a journeyman, played about six years, and he's not the uh, never known as the brightest guy <laughs> uh, to be leading something like this. But here we go. <laughs> and headlining for us was, of course, uh, great Memphis Grizzly, Tony Allen, who was supposed to get a jersey retired in January. Still is on tap two, half it done, but we will see. Information might be changing on that end due to this whole scenario. But other players listed, Terrence Williams, Allen Anderson, Anthony Allen, Tony Allen, <laughs> Shannon Brown. Everybody knows Shannon Brown, Neils, played for the Lakers. Will Bynum, played for the Pistons. Melvin Eli, Chris Douglas Roberts, now his name Supreme Bay, University of Memphis. Yes, that's his Chris Douglas Roberts. Tony Rotten, former Grizzly, uh, former bus draft from the Grizzlies. Woo! Uh, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Rotten for his real name. Uh, <laughs> hey, he would have been better than Ben Simmons right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, let me keep going. Milton Palacio, Sebastian Telfer, a name I actually wasn't shocked to see on this list. Antoine Wright, Darius Miles, another player that a lot of people did like. Ruben Patterson, former trailblazer, former jailblazer, uh, back in the days with Zippo and them. <laughs> Gregory Smith, which the part was the funniest story of everybody on this list, uh, uh how he got caught. 
uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis, who is denying his allegations, of course, and Jamario Moon. We got Trevor. Nah, I'll just I'm a Paul. I don't know who you want to start with. Just whoever wants to start, just go because this is hilarious. I don't even have a question. It's just like what what what's what was y'all thought when y'all first saw this news? Uh, we can start with two GD Trevor or Trevor GD two. To be honest, I still don't know what the hell is going on. It's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, NBA players got caught scheming on the low, like yay. And that's, so, why, and that's why my name is like, hey, a man got to do what a man got to do. Like if you feel like you got to finesse the, the world, the doctors, and whatever, you know, to add a quick buck. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Uh, but no, seriously, I, I honestly like it's something I still gotta, I guess, in a way, research on. But like. I it, it like I still don't know like the legit part of how they get called. Most of these players been out the league at least five years, and now all this mm-hmm. stuff is coming about. It's kind of like it's kind of like a head scratcher, you know. So just to get more information, it was everything happened between 2017 to 2020. Apparently, uh, the players basically um, Terrence Williams provided false and in, fake invoices, which. The story is even funny on that end, talking about they have a letterhead, uh, misspellings in the invoices, and all type of stuff. Uh, Terrence Williams basically provided the players with the invoices. And in return, they paid him a portion of what they got back. They used these invoices. They sent them to doctors. So they used the out-of-network provider from the NBA. So they put in the claim saying they got this work done. NBA, they go back to the NBA saying, put in a claim, I guess, put in a reimbursement. To get reimbursed the money to pay the out pocket provider out of network provider, which of course what they do, they pocket the money from the NBA. So they basically stole from the NBA. Gotcha. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, yeah these folks. There you go. Yeah, yeah, these folks are like real deal scamming the NBA, man, out of four mil, which is which is hilarious. I don't yeah. even know what to make of this. Um I think the the big baby one was hilarious when they had his name misspelled, and I think they had him and two other players. It Tony, was both. Tony, oh, Tony, Tony Allen's on the list too, and Tony Rotten. All and three Tony of them. Rose, they the recorded that all three of them had all got root canals on the same tooth on the same day. Like, come on, if you're gonna scam, like at least like pay attention. You got to pay attention to like every detail, man, because all this stuff can be tracked. And what eventually led to them getting caught was. Uh, they were tracking like GPSs and all the invoices and everything, and it showed that none of these guys were at the spots that they claimed that they were at. So, um, I don't know. I think Big Baby Davis has come out and denied it. Uh, CDR has come out and denied it on Twitter. Um, I haven't heard from anybody else, so this is this, this could get serious, honestly. Like, they this is, they talking about fair charges. Go ahead, Shark. I saw Tony Allen. So I guess Tony Allen pretty much admitted to it. He paid back three hundred twenty-five, three hundred fifty thousand yeah, or the four hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. his wife, his wife was also charged as well. I think she was the only outside. Hey. She was the only <laughs> a player. She was the only person who was not a player that was charged. Hey, Jalen Rose said, "Keep keep getting them checks. You got to get them some way somehow." So hey, it is what it is. Oh man, I. That's pretty much all I have. Like, this is just so hilarious that this was happening. And then I'm not going to even talk about Sebastian Taylor because when this came out, 
His name was the first name first that popped in my head. <laughs> like the very first name. I was Me like, too. I will bet my, I will bet everything in my pocket that Sebastian Telfer is on this list. And lo and behold, that ended up being the case. And one last thing before I pass it to Sheedy. Uh, whoever did the Monica meme <laughs> for Shannon Brown, that was hilarious. <laughs> Folks said Monica, they had Monica doing the little what you call when she was doing the verses, and it was like Monica making her way to the uh, fair prison to meet up with her ex. <sighs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. Go. <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. Um. I, the thing that told me the most about this news was our own Tony Allen. Um. The rest of these players are. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tony Allen's like a role player too, but like the rest of these players, um, were just players. And it's like, man, to your point. Uh, to, you know, got to make money any way you can. But we're in a society, we're in a country that tracks paper uh, and the paper trail. So one wrong mistake, man, and, you know, people are going to pull up things, no matter if it's this year, last year. Um, there's, I don't know if we're going to talk about this or not, but something from 2011 that's being happening with the NFL um, as well. And it's all paper related. Like if you put something down on paper, this just goes to show you, put something on paper or put something on social media, it's going to come back some way, somehow, eventually. So you have to watch what you do. It's unfortunate, but that's the times that we live in. You would have to worry about this back in 96, 97, right? Nobody was really tracking things like this. And social media wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but the moment Facebook, you know, and all the black pen and kind of phases itself out, right? And Facebook and everything like that. No, this became a way for us to track everyone's behavior. So it's just unfortunate. You just got to watch what you post, watch what you say, and clearly watch what you do. My thing is, be smart. If you're going to do, if you're going to be a criminal, be smart. They deserve to be on world's dumbest criminals on this one. Like Greg Smith, Gregory Smith, the story, Gary Paris is tripping off this story. This man filed the claim that he was at a doctor in Beverly Hills getting some work done, right? He was at the same time. All they did was track these players' phones to see well, they had plays at the time. They said they were at the time. He was in Taiwan playing a basketball game. They pulled up box scores to prove that he wasn't where he was supposed to be at the time he made the claim. A box score. <laughs> you think we're going to see any of them in the Just Busted uh, newspapers? In the what? In the newspaper. Well, they still got them to Just Busted. <laughs> you go to the Just <laughs> I don't know. This this I don't think any of these guys live in Memphis and this, like I said, Tony, they can Tony, 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 Tony Allen. Okay, so you may see TA. <laughs> so. hey. Oh man. Why TA? Why TA, my guy, man? Why he had to be him? <sighs> man, I, know think hurt. Still, I mean, I think the street the Grizzly still retires jersey. The reason I ask it is because like I still like even it's he wasn't playing during the time, and I know it's kind of like an embarrassment for the league and everything, but still for the city of Memphis, like honestly, probably Memphis still embrace him even more now. And no play, that's a typical Memphis, yeah. so yeah, they will. But, it just might not happen on the day, it, was, it might not happen this season anymore, right? Because he might be in jail at the time of the retirement now, like, and he actually works for the team, he works for the he uh trains, I think Memphis also. He's like a strength and conditioning coach. Or something. Yeah, so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They we gotta see what happens if they still keep him on staff. So it's it's a whole bunch of things that yeah. could come from this. So hey man, I, 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 you still do a jersey retirement? Pagasol is still available. 
Hey. So, I guess. I guess. He did retire. Shout out to Powell. Great career. Right, right, right. Under, I feel, I feel like Pagasol was underrated as a man. Very like, much so. To him to play a certain way, he didn't. You know, we won here and there, but you know, you know, his greatness happened when he played with greater players. So, mm-hmm. yeah. like Kobe said, you can't win two titles without Pagasol, and I, I strongly yeah. believe don't. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we, and one of the things because I just this just popped in my head like a while ago, like a couple of days ago. Um. We we talk about his Memphis run. We we talk about you know his run with the Lakers, obviously, but a very underrated run for Powell was that 14, 15 season when he was in Chicago. Like that that was a squad that year. Like, yeah, he was all he was an all-star that year. Because it was Powell, D Rose, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler was coming to his own. He was Joe a, Kim Noah. I think it was his first all-star game that year. Powell was all-star that year as well. So basically, it was basically the old school rules from like 2011 with Tills with Powell and that was a very underrated squad. Now, of course, they pushed the Cavs to, to the brink, but of course the Cavs eventually went to the finals. But if you can't yeah. go go check out Powell when he was with the Bulls, man. That, that, that's that's some underrated stuff there. Cool. So next up, well, hopefully, like I said, we hope the best for uh Tony though. Hopefully. Like I said, it's Chris Vernon. I know he hit him hard and uh watched the show. You know, he was doing Tuesdays with Tony. Yo, he's friends with Tony Allen. Uh, he's just like, man, people mess up. Yeah, he my friend. Hope he um just playing for his wife, his kids, and like I said, his wife got died as well. So uh just a rough day for everyone. But we'll probably speak more about Pal because I was starting five. So actually, that's a good topic to bring up on starting five. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but next up, Tuke. Yes, sir. So if you guys have been sleeping under a rock, um, one of LBR's biggest commandments is if a person shows you who they are, damn it, believe them. You all have been right about Urban Meyer from the jump and saying that he won't be in the NFL for long. And apparently what's going on now is y'all are being spot on. Um, so he was called at a club in Ohio. And I guess the DJ played Future Stick Talk because he lived, took the quote, I'm going to put my thumb in her butt, literal. And that's what he did, and somebody got him on film doing so. And now, you know, he coming out with another apology. His wife is saying we're all sinners, so he who cast the first song, you know, all that, you know, all that. So she got a man's back. But on the football part, how do y'all feel about Urban Meyer, and how soon do y'all see him being at the league? Because y'all were the ones that said he wasn't going to be in long. So give me a time say about how, how, how long y'all, how much longer y'all give him in the league. And your thoughts about this whole video, putting this thumb up a, a woman's butt that's not his wife, by the way. We saw with Sharks, Trevor, and she. I originally gave him two years, but look, like it's going to be one. If that. <laughs> uh, the Jags are really, like, really. Let's start back from the beginning. He didn't fly back with the team after that game against the Bengals. And he said he was staying to visit his grandkids, which he probably did. But he also did all the stuff afterward. Uh Kind of like Santana Lou Will when he possibly went to his grandma's funeral. He probably did, but he also went to the strip club to get his Lou Will Lemon Pepper Lou on as well. So Urban Meyer just got his Lemon Pepper Lou on. He got caught uh, in 4K. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I give him – I got to give him the rest of this season, maybe. 
you might not let us pass tomorrow, honestly, but it's <laughs> pretty on how that game goes against us. But hey, I give him one year. Urban Meyer doesn't finish this season. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a and it, I, I'd be surprised if he's not fired within the next three weeks, and then within the next three months he's at USC. I, 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 I if there is an open, there is a bet on whether or not Urban Meyer will become the next coach of the USC Trojans. I am putting money on that. That that's a Tunica Trevor stamp. Like, do not be surprised by February or March of next year. That that guy is is the new coach of the Trojans. So you think um, do you think he's acting out just to get out of that situation with the Jackson so he can go ahead and get and, and get time to USC? One hundred percent, because this isn't the first time that this, that this has happened with him. Like we know the situation, because everywhere he's gone, as far as on the college ranks, he's done something that's put that team or in this case with the Jazz, the organization, like in some kind of bind. And then the first site that he's able to run, he's gone. Like he did it at Utah. He did it at Florida. He did it at Ohio State. And he's doing it now in Jacksonville. So I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he's not fired within the next couple of weeks and then he's back at USC. And it just goes to show you, man, because um, shout out to Savage because he tweeted this. Urban Meyer with zero NFL experience and zero coaching and playing was able to get this job. But yet Eric Benemy, who's the current OC for the Kansas City Chiefs, who rightfully so deserves to be a head coach, still continues to be OC for the Kansas City Chiefs. So um, and I want to make sure my head doesn't start burning. As much flack as we gave Lane Kiffin for all the antics he pulled, like this, this takes the cake. With, with Urban Meyer, I, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, at least in, in Lane's in Lane's defense, and again, oh my God, I can't believe I'm defending Lane Kiffin with a Vols hat on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. um, in his in his defense, at least he at least went and tried to get it done on the field, and he's done it thus far at Ole Miss, and has been doing it since you know his stop in Knoxville. But yeah, Urban Meyer, I would be I wouldn't be surprised if. They send him his papers after the game against the Titans, and then by March he's probably going to be on at USC. It's just that simple. Yeah, um, Urban Meyer is is close to not like touching. I don't think anyone is really touching uh, Nick Saban in regards to career in the NF in the uh, NCAA. But his reign is pretty supreme. We look at what he's done in the NCAA. Um, and he should have stayed his butt with the NCAA or um, kept an analyst type of position that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, as I alluded to earlier, and as this podcast is talking about, the title of the show is Social Media. Everything you do is going to be recorded. Every step that you make is going to, someone's going to say something. And like, even to the extent like, yes, he's a head football coach. I'm a teacher. Like, I don't, I wouldn't went out in public and been drunk in public. Because if I see one of my students or if I see um, one of my families, like, oh, there goes Mr. Riley with his drunk ass out here. I don't think I'm going to send my kid to that school. It's just an image thing. Um, He wasn't doing right by his image. Now, the the story was that, you know, he's with his grandkids, right? That was part of the story. Um, But then, like, a a girl came over and gave him a a dance at the bar. 
I didn't see you, Urban Meyer, push her away like a married man should. I didn't see it. Um, and that's all you got to do. Like, if someone would have saw you do that, you, this wouldn't be that bad because, like, you can't force them. If someone's on you, push them away. It's turn away. Instead, you in there getting jiggy with it like you Will Smith. So, by all means, I don't believe he, he got signed a five-year deal. Um, I, 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 at worst, a two years um, is him. He doesn't make it past the season, but I also don't think anyone takes a chance on him right now, um, including USC. I know USC needs, you know, a brand name coach. I think they just need to weigh out this season because I think they can get somebody to come on back to them um, again. But yeah, Urban Meyer, if you would have just just a little, just a slight shove, if someone would have saw you disagreeing with what she was doing with you, we would probably kind of be like with you again because that just it happens. But well, it doesn't happen. But I mean, if you push her away. We're not thinking that you're enjoying this. Instead, the theory is you're enjoying this. She's younger than you, uh, younger than your wife, probably, um, well, surely. And he, this is what you're doing at night. So I just will keep it there. Uh, God bless her, Mark, for what he did for Ohio State. But uh, he went to Ohio State no more. Yeah, got a picture snapped up with him. Freaks come out at night. Freaks Fully come out at night. That's the truth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I just like and she you kind of took the point like right out of my, my mouth like what why would USC want to give Urban Meyer a chance you know after you know leaving certain you know programs in this May and then the embarrassment that he's causing in the NFL like why why would another team give him a shot? Desperation. Mm-hmm. They have been good since they haven't been like elite since a certain time and Urban Meyer all his college stops has been elite so. I can still see them. Just, I'm, I agree with y'all. I, I don't see why with they at all of this, but after they haven't been at the certain level for so long, USC is one of those premier programs. They like, nah, we need to hurry up and get back there. So I can very well see them still doing it. Uh, uh, like, like his wife said, we're all centers. So I hope y'all go to church tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> So let's listen. We're going to extend the time, keep it a real talk for a second since something popped up just yesterday. Uh, a couple of these last minute additions with the fraud case. And now, yesterday with John Gruden, Savage, new team, not new team no more. Mr. Information has changed. Person who's now on his podcast. Um, yeah. I'm probably yeah, yeah. Man. Savage team agency. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, man right there. What? All right. Uh, Sheedy, you want to have more explanation to it, John Gruden? Um, sure. Yeah, I read a little bit into this. Um, I wasn't sure if we would or discuss it. Um, but John Groom basically sent an email um, to guy. It was in 2011 um, to the NFLPA, and pretty much it was a derogatory comment. Again, everything's in writing, um, and called him something wrong lines like Michelin lips. Yeah, um, yeah. something lips. Lips as big as Michelin tires. Michelin tires. Or, tires. Michelin tires so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah, so he called him dumb. His name is Demoris Smith. His name is Demoris Smith. Now, and now it's coming to my mind. His name is Demoris Smith, the NFL PA president. And he said he called him dumb, dumb Morris, like D U M B Morris Smith to start off the tweet. No, I start off the email. It was email. Actually. Right. Email. I was about, I was about yeah. to say, yeah, it was an email in 2011. And then, um, and then using that, the Michelin, basically his lips are like the Michelin tires. Um, and so, 
John Gruden tried to back that up by saying he calls everyone like rubber lips um, for certain things. Either way, it just doesn't boast well. Um, and then when you're talking about African-Americans, then you have something that's black like a tire. Um, it's across somebody's lips like that. That's a no go. Um, this happened in 2011, which was not when he was a coach. Um, this is when he was an analyst for Monday Night Football, which we all know there are better analysts there now. I don't know who watches ESPN too, but I love it. Um, <laughs> um I they cut it off to the 20 yeah, <laughs> yeah, that the contract was longer. Um, but anyways, that, that's the controversy that's out there. Um I don't, and I mean, John Gruden has said he's met with the organization, met with um, the president for the Raiders, um, and is going to be with him again. Um, they haven't discussed any consequences, so we're not sure right now if the Raiders are going to get ahead of this and give consequences to John Gruden or if they're going to wait for the NFL um, to go ahead and give consequences and follow up from there. Um, John Gruden has also said he's identified and told his team what's going on and has been transparent about that. Um, and so, I mean, I, I don't have much more besides that information um, that has been spilled and came across my desk, um, a little memo, but I can definitely follow up um, later on about that. But I mean, again, there's just no, anything that you hit send on or submit or post has to understand that once it's out there in the atmosphere, it doesn't matter if you delete it. Someone else could have taken a screenshot and now 7 billion people have access to that. And that's just one thing that I, I love to tell students, like, I know you guys want to talk about this, that, and the third, but understand that what you do even now, even that, you know, you could be young age of 14, 15, people can go back on your Facebook and see how wild you were and may not hire you uh, for certain positions. Many jobs look at social media nowadays. They won't tell you that, but they they look up for your name um, and then they see what you have posted. And that could be the determination whether or not you have a job or not. You know what I mean? Um, so if you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, please keep that in mind. Um, everything that you hit post, submit for, will have a consequence if you decide to be unprofessional in any way, shape, or form. And to follow up with that one, I think I got two cats something to say. Um, most jobs have social medias now. Like, my job, I'm, like, on the social media team at my job. So, like, most of not all jobs actually have uh, their own social media marketing team. So, they are definitely looking at candidates on social media as well, like you said. Yeah, just and just to keep it short, honestly, I don't feel like anything could happen. Like it was ten years ago. Uh, we know how the NFL like to protect people that don't look like us but have a troubled past. So, I mean, <laughs> and John Gruden has been a, a honestly a distraction for the Raiders organization since he's been in, especially when he got in and shipped Khalil Mack out. You know, if he ain't been, you know, asked to leave, then you know, an email you know, is is crazy and, you know, I don't have a racist bone in my body, but as racist as it was, I mean, he still got a job. So, I mean, it was 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> I don't see too much happening to him, to be honest with you. So it's just another day to be black watching white NFL do this, what the NFL normally does. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 Play, players and players and personnel have gotten off for worse. So I, I really don't see much happening here with John Gruden here. Uh, was it egregious? Was it racist? Yes, absolutely. But that's too just a little too. You know how the NFL is. They're gonna they're gonna do whatever it is to protect the shield. Number one, but they're also gonna protect those that are the light shade that she also alluded to as well. So um, I don't see much happening here. 
for John Gruden. I'm just gonna keep it 100 there. So, yeah, I agree too. Ten, it's been ten, like I said, ten years. When I first saw it, I was like, ten years ago. Now we always bring it back up, old stuff, and yeah, it's racist. Everything I was like, it happened ten years ago. It, it's kind of why it took out ten years to get this email to bust out. Change email. behavior is the best apology. Let, let's <laughs> let's remember that. Change behavior. It, you can say you sorry all. all Hey, wifey from, from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anywho, uh, so in it, the Ready way to pop in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> Get it. Yeah, I was like, perfect timing. That's why I was going to say perfect timing. Like, yeah. Yeah, Vegas, yo, wife. Uh, Dang, Vegas where's my wife at? You about to sign in? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my wife. So since we're talking Vegas, um, not the greatest week for you for you to shoot another bad week. Uh, last week, I think I only had maybe two or three uh, games hit. The balls definitely being one of them. Um, Cincinnati, of course, taking care of business at Notre Dame, and I believe those were the only two. Unfortunately, so no more, no uh, more Memphis Tigers, no more Memphis Tigers. No um, more. I, no, <laughs> I'm look, I, I'm gonna do a local bet, so I'm just gonna list them off. Bet at your own risk, that's all I'm gonna say. There. Uh, no more Memphis bets and no more Pac 12 bets because it's yeah, they cost me I, some money. I watched the Oregon guy too, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's 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 the difference, but. Uh, anyway, but that brings my record on the season to 12 and 11. So I'm still over 500 right now, but, uh, the losses are starting to pile up. Um, this week is just going to be a, a, the usual suspects week, uh, as far as the bets are concerned. I'm going to do a two and two, two, two college, two pros. And again, I'm going to list the local bets, bet on those at your own risk. Uh, starting with the college range, uh, like I said, usual suspects. Uh, probably the easiest one, I'm just gonna be honest with you Alabama, 17 and a half point favorite at Texas AM. Um, Alabama is just showing they're the best team in the country right now. Texas AM, they can't put up points, they're not gonna be able to score. Uh, it may be slow early, but I expect Alabama to kind of pull away late and cover that spread easily. So, take Alabama there. Uh, second one. Uh, Toots, Texas Longhorns. Um, Texas and Oklahoma is playing today, big time rivalry game. Uh, they're over under right now. Fan duel is set at 65. Uh, look to take the over there because Texas is putting up 40, and these games are usually, um, usually big time. They're usually up in the in the high 30s to 40s, uh, especially in the Big 12. Um, of course, you know what Oklahoma, Oklahoma's kind of been up and down, but with Texas, with this being the game, and Texas averaging around 40 points a game, definitely look to take the over there, over uh, 65 and a half. Uh, shifting things to the NFL, um, another uh, one of our fellow co-host uh, teams is on. I will look at the Dallas Cowboys at home as a touchdown favorite against the New York Giants. Um, this is a great spot for Dallas. This is a great spread for Dallas. Seven should – Dallas has looked great over the past couple of weeks. Of course, they're coming off the big win against the Panthers. Um, the Giants are just – they're just somehow existing somehow. They're not playing for Joe Judge. So that's a much easier one for Dallas to cover. 
And then uh, lastly, I'm looking at New England at Houston. Uh, New England right now is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. They can literally win this game just by scoring 17 points against Houston. Um, Houston can't move the ball on offense. We all know Bill Belichick is how he is on the defensive side of the ball. You just need New England really to just score two touchdowns, <laughs> and, they, and they cover. I, and I think New England can do that against Houston. Just score two touchdowns, you cover. It's pretty much it. Um, so those are my NFL and college. Now, the local bets for today, bet on them at your own risk. Um, so as we mentioned, the Tigers today are at Tulsa. They're our, they're, they are a three-and-a-half-point underdog at Tulsa. Um, of course, Memphis is coming off of the huge loss to Temple. I'm just going to leave it there. Underdog. Underdog. Huh? Yeah, three-and-a-half-point underdog. underdog. Yeah. It's Tulsa 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we fell a long way, style. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll fact I, I'll fact check and make sure that it's still. It probably is. It's, it's a road game, so yeah. Yeah, it's a road game, but oh, yep. Three and a half point underdogs at Tulsa. Who's one and four? <laughs> that that goes to show. Um, the Vols coming off a uh, blowout win at Mizzou are a ten and a half point favorite at home today. Against South Carolina in the blackout jerseys, that's a lot. That is a lot. (laughs) If it was, if it was lower, if it was three or possibly even seven or a touchdown, I probably would have taken ten and a half. Uh, That's a lot for a Vols team, even though they had put up sixty-two against Missouri. Missouri, like I said last week, the worst rushing defense in the SEC. It showed Mm -hmm. (laughs) in in, in the country. In the country. (laughs) Oh, in the, well, even took, in the country, and it showed, it showed last week against the Vols. And, um, <laughs> and then, of course, Sunday, um, the Titans are four and a half point favorite at Jacksonville. Um, pretty easy to cover, but judging from the Titans, man, the Titans are kind of shaky, kind of up and down. Uh, of course, they had a bad loss to the Jets, and of course, that 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 record of Mike Vaver being on four against rookie quarterbacks that kind of sticks out too. So I kind of would kind of steer away from those but those are the local bets bet on those at your own risk the other four i would definitely look to take those so yeah i I mean depending on how rejuvenated urban meyer is we'll see how he does in the team Uh, he should be good now (laughs) he should be well and good yeah i gotta say yes so after last week, I wouldn't expect the Titans to have another egg, lay another egg. And Derrick Henry loves playing against the Jags. Um, yeah. But he did have 157 yards last week in the loss. So <laughs> that could mean not mean that much either. Yeah. But, so, I do. But I, I'll, 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 run the, I'll run the, not the local ones back, but I'll run the other ones back. Um, college over under, take the over for Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, take Alabama to cover the spread at 17 and a half. Uh, for the pros, uh, the Patriots at eight and a half over Houston. Cowboys touchdown favorite against the Giants. So there you go. I do got a question about a bet. I just happened to come across this uh, this line. Florida are thirty nine points favorites over Vanderbilt. Over Vanderbilt. <laughs> so you take that or not take that? <laughs> This is the same Vanderbilt team in the SEC. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I know Vanderbilt is bad, but Vanderbilt is. 
Hey, to be honest, I would take Vanderbilt to stay within 39. That's what I'm thinking. 39 <laughs> is a lot, man. Like, that was no. a lot. That was a, don't get me wrong. Florida is actually Florida is pretty good. I know yeah. they beat the Vols. They not, I know they lost to Kentucky. They're pretty good. 39 and a half against Vandy? I don't know. Like, <laughs> if it was 20, yes. But Florida putting up 40, I don't know. I, I, I'll check. I have to check that out, man. But I haven't seen a lot of their offense, though, either, to do that. Yeah, if, right. I, if I had, if I had to choose one, I honestly would lean more towards Vandy yeah, staying with Because he been against Tennessee. Tennessee was in the game. They kind of just ran away with it. Yeah, like Tennessee was there. Like, it was a 10-point game in the fourth quarter, and they just – that thing scored two late touchdowns to make it look like it was worse than the final score was then. Kentucky, then you look at the stats last week. Kentucky, I, I don't know if you don't. I didn't actually get to see the game. I know I they had like a block, they had a kick yeah. return, a block kick return for touchdown. But if you just look at the stats, you like, how did Kentucky win that game? Because <laughs> it's three phases of football. That's yeah, exactly. Why. Yeah, that's three what it is. Who we? I said it's almost great, but boy, 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 if things broke different. Tennessee could be undefeated right now. But that's a different story. <laughs> if we if we had started a certain quarterback and uh the Pittsburgh game, we definitely would just have one loss. Oh yeah, because we <laughs> we get pit down 21 0. It's a wrap. Well, if we had the right quarterback in, yeah, not overthrowing people. Tough but yeah, but those 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 are my bets of the week. Um like I said, the local bets do with those at your own risk because Memphis and Tennessee play with their food too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Trevor is pretty. I mean, you say you're over 500 with your bets. Uh, I know I, in our picks, we're not necessarily over 500. I don't know if anybody else, maybe two. I don't know. I need to get Skyler. He need to give us the data. But we need Skyler for them numbers. I guess we're gonna next week. <laughs> I know I'm not right. I know. Yeah, I'm not we, I need to. Yeah, we need to check to see where we all at. I had a couple uh, of three weeks. I know I'm not. <laughs> but well, let, let's let's try and see how we can do this. We get it starts with one game at a time, fellas, and uh, we have three games on the slate. Um, and who knows? Maybe some of these teams may show up again when we talk about our week five power rank. Well, week through week four, and now going to week five power rankings as well. Um, but our first game up is going to be. It's an early game. It's uh, I always want to say the Redskins, Washington football team versus New Orleans Saints. Uh, both teams are two and two. Uh, we're at Washington. We're at the Capitol. Um, who do you have winning uh, in the in the chat? To Trevor Sharkey, um, and then I'll go last. And Skyler's in here. Give me Washington. Um, Ron Rivera has played against Jameis Winston a bunch. I'm pretty sure he knows how he is, and especially with the defense that he has. And yeah, give give me Washington. I haven't watched neither one of these teams enough to really come up with a uh, like a legit analysis on this pick. Um, as Tuk said, Ron Rivera has played against Jameis Winston time and time again. But I also noticed that Sean Payton has not really allowed Jameis Winston to kind of open up the playbook and just let Jameis be Jameis. That's true. Um, just for the sake I'm going to take the Saints in this game. I think this is finally that one game that I think Sean Payton has gotten to a point where he can trust Jameis and just let Jameis be Jameis just a little bit. It'll be close. 
I'll I'll take the Saints uh, by three here. I'll take it 2017. New Orleans. Man, both teams two and two. The Saints, everybody talked about the Titans bad loss last week. They may have had, if not a worse, just as worse because they lost at home to the Giants. Um, In a comeback fashion, it did. Uh, well, it was coming back fast now, game too. So, yeah. um, give me and Washington came off a win, they barely beat the Falcons, who we know presumed to be good. Washington overall has been disappointing this year, their defense, but the Saints have been up and down. Washington is at home, so give me the uh, I about to say the Redskins, give me the football team to <laughs> defense to finally get down track. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not that James be James because if we know what James is when he's James. <laughs> Yeah, he gonna get some yards and touchdowns. He gonna get some, get some yards and touchdowns. But he gonna throw some picks. Yeah, but I, I think it, it, it pays off though. I think it pays yeah, off. it's kind of hindering him though because they is too a little too conservative. Yeah, it's hurting that it's hurting that run game because after Camaro, he's having yards wise, he's like six in the league. But he's his I think he's like it's 3. not 8. the Alvin Camaro that we yeah. are accustomed yeah. to seeing. I think and, it's like three yeah. three point eight per carry, or I think his average per carry is like three point eight. It's yeah. low. Yeah, and, and teams are loading up because, you know, they're not letting Jameis be Jameis. He's not going deep with the ball. Um, I saw a tweet someone said, would you rather take Austin Eckler or Alvin Kamara right now? Yeah. Give me give me Austin um, all day, every day right now, at least in this season, because I haven't seen a top 10 Alvin Kamara yet. Um, with this game, um, the Saints also were embarrassing from week one to week two. They showed out in week one against the Packers and then pretty much laid a goose egg in week two. Of course, I was way back in the past. Um, the common denominator here is the Giants. Um, one team has beat them, one team has not. So actually, just give me Washington uh, for this win. So I'm going to make sure I put this down for us to keep track as well. Uh, next up, we have uh, Took's favorite team, uh, the Browns. Second favorite. Hold on. Disrespect. Come on, bro. Of the Took's AFC. favorite AFC team. Of the AFC, you got the Browns uh, going against the Chargers, which is probably going to be one of the better games that happen um, in the middle of the day. Uh, who you got winning? Actually, also want to make sure we put this out there. Both teams are three and one. Who will be three and two and who will be four and one? Two. Go ahead. So I'm actually going to pick against the Browns. Um, you won't find me do this too many times in the season. Hey, I was right last week. Hold on. I was right last week, so. Y'all better chill. Better chill. Better chill. chill. Hey, but now, like, <laughs> the Chargers are really playing some really good football. Defensively, they're there. Offensively, they know their identity. They know exactly what they are. Um, even though the Browns have won, you know, they won last week against the, the Vikings and a couple weeks against the Bears. It's just it's something missing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just something missing. That's me coming as a Baker fan, as somebody who liked the Browns, you know, they, it's just something missing. <laughs> And the Chargers, they know exactly who they are. Um, shout out to their coach for, 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 for you know, developing game plans for them to beat the Raiders and the Chiefs. So uh, I'm, I'm going to have to roll with the Chargers, unfortunately. Welcome to the AFC North, sir, where none of the teams there are you are what they expect to be. From that, is true. that is so, true. Welcome to, the, a- welcome to the welcome to the AFC North, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, to two's point. I mean, the Browns really only looked good in week one, and that was a loss against the Chiefs. Um, and I think Baker is still banged up a little bit with the shoulder. I know we expect he's expecting to play, but he's not connecting mm-hmm. on a lot of the throws that he's probably more accustomed to connecting on. 
I do expect their defense to show up, but I just think the Chargers take this one. Um, I wouldn't say easily. I, I definitely would go with a touchdown um, at least. Chargers just on just, – they're just rolling right there. They're looking like one of the best teams in the AFC right now. So, even the Chargers. Let me be a little bit different. I know Breaking Mayfield's going through this partially torn, like torn labrum or torn, fully torn, yeah, something. Uh, news came out the other day. That defense, though, that Browns defense, though, golly. Yeah. I know Justin Herbert is doing good, but I just have a feeling the Chargers are the Chargers, man. The Chargers always find a way to charge. They always, they, <laughs> they look good right now. But the Chargers always do some stuff. They I always say that the LC version, the Cowboys, but can't go wrong, real go wrong. This is it goes the same for the Chargers. They just never talked about because they have no fans at the game. Right. They really don't. Like it was Ra- right. it was Raider Nation last Monday. It, it, it was not it was not it was yeah. not pretty. It, it, even I think it was it was two seasons ago when the Steelers played the Chargers. And I think mm-hmm. this was before yep. they moved to LA. Yes. It was more Steelers fans there than Chargers fans. So yeah. Straight up. <laughs> so give me the Browns. Taking the Browns. Okay. The pound. Get that running game going. Keep Justin okay. uh get keep uh Justin Herbert off the field. And their defense, Miles Gary. And yes, I'm saying it's Jadavian Clowney. Gonna get after Justin Herbert and get the win for him. Yeah, man. Things that travel well no matter what. Defense and running games. Um, and the Browns actually have that. Um, and they're going to travel well. They're just going to run into this onside. And I think it's the Chargers. So let's go Chargers and give me the go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go. go, Chargers, go. <laughs> <laughs> give me the Chargers to be four and one and wrap up the Browns at three and two in the AFC North. Um, and our last pick, which will be the Sunday night game, um, we have the Bills and the Chiefs. I think these are two teams that were not I think I know these are two teams that were contending um in the AFC last year can still be potentials this year. Uh Bills are three and one Chiefs are two and two. I think everyone's giving their best to the Chiefs. Uh but where do we stand with that? I'm going Bills. Uh, I told y'all coming into the season that may have been the, the chink in the armor after Tom Brady beat them and that's exactly what we're seeing. Um, and the Bills, I believe, are averaging the most points in the NFL right now at 35. So <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs could have enough on defense to stop that. So I'm definitely rolling with, with top five Allen and the Bills. <laughs> the Bills are before though right now. I'm sorry. Hey man, y'all got y'all win, bro. Be be, be proud. I, I will take the win. I be proud. I will take the win. Be proud. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they're 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 putting up some points and they're putting up, putting them up in bunches. Um, just putting up pretty much I think thirty five plus against their their last three opponents against Houston, of course, is Houston, Miami, and Washington. Uh, the Toots point I think is a chink in the armor with Kansas City. Something's missing there with Kansas City. I can't figure it out just yet. Um. Oh, so. I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills. Bills keep it rolling. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. I actually, man, look at the Bills. I commend them. They do something the Titans and the Saints don't apparently do. They beat they beat the opponents they're supposed to beat, and they beat them handily. They score 40 points against the Texans. Bravo. 
They scored 35 against the Dolphins. Bravo. <laughs> now, the 4-3 against Washington. Washington defense has been looking shaky this year. If they don't get the pass rush on, you're getting, the pass, you're getting down the field. So, bravo to them for beating up homes they're supposed to beat and beating them handily. I wish the Titans would follow suit. We don't, but we step up when we play the big teams. The Chiefs, y'all can say everything y'all want about chinking the armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's four games to the season. They're going to get it rolling. The defense hasn't been good. The defense hasn't been good the last three years, and they still won the Super Bowl. So, give me the Chiefs to get ready to turn everything around. And even when they do lose, it's still barely. Like, Baltimore beat them by one. Then, when they lost the Chargers, yeah, that, it was, that, it was at Baltimore, the end. Like, yeah, that Baltimore game, though, like, you – but they still like they, you gotta you gotta you gotta kind of have that one. I mean, it's Baltimore. Don't get me wrong, but uh, nah, Baltimore, Baltimore had to find to beat them. They it, it was kind of time. Lamar, they, Lamar needed yeah, that. He they finally had to beat them. Okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. Shout out Lamar Jackson. Too. It was coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, to your point, man, the, the Bills. You want to say they should be four and oh, great. If you want to say that. Well, let's be honest here. The point differential is amazing for right. the Buffalo Bills. Um, and that goes to show the offense and defense. Um, and to your point, Sharky, they're beating the teams. They're not just beating the teams that's supposed they're beating to. Them. They are suffocating them. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, they can get a field goal in. Or, oh, they can get a touchdown in. Nah. No. <laughs> no. Two shutouts. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, and so, for me, um, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. I agree. I know they're going to get this thing rolling. I know they're going to be someone to contend with. Um, this is an arrowhead. So give me the Chiefs to win this game um, as a bounce-back game for them. Um, yes, sir. We're there. We're there. It's Sunday night football. The lights are on. Um, so, yeah, give me give me Patty Mahomes, even though he hates when people call him that. Um, Patrick Mahomes uh, to win this one somehow, somewhere. Um, now, Patrick Mahomes, Jr., Oh, or the he's second, a, whatever he wants. He's a junior. The second, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second. <laughs> Let me take a picture of this so that all these bets are here. So Skyler can't say we didn't have that. But going on. surprised he didn't give his picks because he wasn't going to be on this week. He might just forget. What we will check is our power rankings because um, that's where things get fun. Um, I do need the ability to share my screen. So give me a second, fellas. These are two monitors. Okay, well, I don't have two monitors, so you don't have to do that. All right. I really just want to see these records, though, because I know they, they're terrible. Um, <laughs> Can you guys see my screen? Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so powering is again, these are through week four. Um, yeah, I know there's the bills right there. I get it, but it was the best picture I can find, so don't hate on me. Um, but what I'll do is we're going to go through LBR's top five, um, and then there's going to be a place where we each look at each other's picks and have a discussion in regards to that. Um, pick one, birds flying high. Kyler Murray. That offense and defense um, are undefeated. No matter who's placed in front of them, no matter if they're playing in L.A., no matter what's going on, they are 4-0. It was unanimous. Uh, we all had them as the number one team in the league, which they have earned. Thanks to Trevor, things got dicey. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Starting with 
Number two, circle the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. This should be the second best team in the league. We have all agreed um, and put it at, at certain points. Um, we just said that they should have. I said they should have been almost 4-0. Um, kind of agree. Beat a Steelers, she lost to the Steelers team and haven't looked back since after that. And that defense is looking pretty punishing on both <clears throat> sides and offense. Now, when it comes to third place, we have a tie. But I got a 3A and a 3B, and you'll see why. 3A has got to be the Rams. Why? Because they beat the Buccaneers. <laughs> right. Right? Um, and so I got the Rams at 3A and the Buccaneers at 3B, uh, which was voted upon by us as the well, third, third and fourth seed, but we'll call them 3B for now, respectfully. And at the fifth seed, <sighs> two, you'll be happy. Oh, nice. Yes, he will be. How about them Cowboys (laughs) for the fifth seed in the NFL? Vote upon by those of us in the LBR community. Now, of course, this isn't done. Now, this is where we defer. This is where things get interesting. So this next slide is going to show the difference between the two guys that are not on here today. Um, but I'll give us a chance to look over their picks. The picks are not going to be their top five because we all agreed about the top pick. So it's really going to be the top four from each person. So Savage versus Skyler. As we can see, Savage has the Bucks at number two, respectfully. So, you know, Cowboys were three, Chargers were four, and Bills at five. Um, where Skyler put the Bills at number two. They agreed about the Cowboys. He put the Bucks at four. And he found a way for Aaron Rodgers and Jalen Smith to get there with the Packers um, for this. Now, again, this is not for us to have a discourse about because the next slide, I will give discourse for those two individuals. Speaking of which, Sharky and Trevor. Sharky has the Rams at two, Bucks at three, Cowboys at four, Chargers at five. Go, Chargers, go. While Trevor says the Bills are the second best team, followed by the Bucks. You guys both agree there. Packers snuck in with you as well. And the last minute scratch, you put the Rams in four five. We'll start with Sharky. Just why your list is the way it is. Um, and then Trevor, you can go after that. Well, I got right. notes, notes. Yeah, of course, car. Cause the cars are first because they're undefeated and they beat the Rams. Basically, so my list kind of went off of I went took strength of schedule into play. That's why the Bills are now, are now top five. And everybody played each other, kind of. So it was like the cars beat the Rams, the Rams beat the Bucks, the Bucks beat the Cowboys, the Cowboys beat the Chargers. And um, I actually had right on the outside, I was playing teams. The Panthers lost to the Cowboys. Uh the Raiders lost to the Chargers. The Ravens uh lost to the Raiders and Probably should have lost to the Lions. A win is a win, but that was luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bills, like I said, whoever they beat in to put for me to put them over any of these teams, they haven't beaten anybody that I could be like. They've dominated teams, so definitely credit there, but that's on the reason I didn't have them. And same thing, Broncos, Browns, Packers, and Bengals. They really ain't beat nobody to put me to for me to put them over in the any of these teams. 
Well, in my case, to Sharky's last point about the Buffalo Bills is why I had them as second. Like, yeah, they had that outlier loss against the Steelers to start the season, but they've hit the ground running. And they're not, again, these teams are not good to start the season, but they're not just beating these teams. They're, like, sending them outside for a switch and beating them and sending them back outside to get a better switch. Like, that's how bad Buffalo has done these teams. Um the Bucks, um, of course, we agreed there. They they haven't slipped off too much. Uh, they lost handedly to the Rams, but of course they bounced back with the win in Foxborough. Um, Green Bay has still looked great, so kind of similar with the Bills. Uh, just kind of bounced back from that outlier loss uh, against the Saints to start the season. Um, so that's kind of there. Then the last spot was really tough because I originally had the Ravens, but it was really a tie between the Rams, the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Panthers, and the Raiders, you know, so forth and so forth. I eventually went with the Rams because um, it was their first loss of the season. Yeah, granted, it was to a better Arizona team. Arizona kind of beat them convincingly. And I know this is through week four, but – if you watch the game on Thursday night, you will probably see why the Rams are are in my top five. So, um, but I'm pretty sure when we come out with week five's uh, power rankings, this is definitely going to change. So, just just information changes around here a lot. Yeah. So, hey, it is what it is. It does. It does. Um, and thank you guys. Um, last two will be myself and Took. Uh, Took, I will let you go first, and then I'll follow up. Uh, two decided to put the Rams oh, at two, no Cowboys orders. three, Bills four, Chargers at five, where I put the Bills second, Rams third, Ravens fourth, and Chargers at five. Two can go and take it away uh, for your picks. Yeah, so just like Sharky said with the Rams, I mean, he took the words right out of my mouth as far as like looking at the strength of schedule and just watching, the, you know, the teams they that they've beaten, which are pretty good teams. Um, they did take a L against Arizona, but we all just saw, you know, Arizona is the number one team in NFL right now. So I really didn't hold it too much against them. But they are a complete team defensively. They run a game. Shout out to Daryl Henderson doing his thing. Um, you know, their quarterback is turning up. So, I mean, LA Rams got a really good, good consistent team that i think are going to be consistent as the season go along oh as far as the second whatever team that's next uh <laughs> no but straight up like i was texting sheedy like the uh like during the game when we were playing um, they were playing us and i'm like bro y'all are looking really really good like i couldn't hate it all um ezekiel elliott decided to have his comeback game against us but that's neither here and there uh Dak was doing his thing their defense you know <laughs> what the hell are they doing with protecting my guy Sammy D out there? Like my Panthers' offensive line looked like one of the worst in the league. I know it's not the case. Um, I know some say, granted, you know C Mac didn't play, you know J C Horn didn't play or whatnot. But I think now, and I can say, like I told you, that like y'all are here, like the Cowboys are finally here. I'm not gonna say what y'all say every year as far as y'all going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> but y'all are y'all. This is probably one of the better Cowboys teams I've seen in a long time. So. Um, I had to give give his, his flowers there, and I hope they lose this week. But um, as far as the Bills go, of course, like you said, Sharky, um, strength is schedule, but at the same time, they are three and one, and like averaging thirty five points a game. Like you know, that's that's there. And then the Chargers, another complete team. Uh, they also lost against the Cowboys, but they have wins against the Raiders and the Chiefs. So I mean, 
you know, that's a top five team. So. Yeah. Um, and I just will take that down because I don't need it. Um, and so for me, um, I think the surprise there was I didn't put the Cowboys um, in any of my hey, slots. What's up with that, man? Are you really a Cowboys fan if you don't have them as a top five team? Like they just beat the number one defense last week. Yeah, but and it also goes to our point also about like you know so strength of schedule, um, who the Panthers beat and who they beat, you know, right? Um, they're not the the greatest teams, um, but I, I'm still shaky. Like if we would have had more of a dominant performance against the Panthers, um, I would have said that. Now, granted, you know, like I said, you and I were texting, and it got to a point where like we literally took out star players which I still don't have a reason why we did that and allowed y'all to score two touchdowns. Momentum is, is a killer. Like if the momentum starts to swing your guys way, we could have lost that game. And so until they understand that killer mentality, so to speak, no, I, I cannot have them. But you also have to think there are like at this time, what was like 12 to 14 teams that were, or 12 teams that are like three and one at the time. Um, we didn't have the Browns on the list. Right. Um, who only lost to the chiefs. Uh, realistically, then that could have been four and zero, um, and some other teams, the Raiders, of course. Um, but I had the Bills at two, um, and honestly, I to the point differential. Yeah, I know they only beat uh, the Dolphins, Texas, and Washington, um, but it was still one hundred eighteen to twenty one. One hundred eighteen to twenty one. Um, I I can't say anything about that. The Rams only loss was to the Cards. We all agreed that the Cards are the best team in football right now. Um, now I know no one had the Ravens, but I had the Ravens. Um, I think maybe just uh, believe in them a little bit more, but, um, we were high on the Broncos defense, but Lamar threw for 300 at mile high. Um, they beat the chiefs, uh, in Kansas city. They beat the Browns as well. They did lose to the Raiders, um, but that just took overtime. Um, and you know, they did hit that field goal, um, to win the game against the Lions. Um, a miracle like that, um, which does raise Justin Tucker. I probably is the first and only kicker that I'll ever have a 99 overall on that. Um, it could have been just bad. I think I got a, I think I got a win that week because Justin Tucker got me double digits. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got to see, probably got six points yeah. out there. One field goal, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one is the Chargers, man. I think they're just an up and coming team. I, I chose them to win the game, uh, this week as well as they uh, play against the Browns. I mean, they beat Washington. Yeah, they lost to Dallas, uh, but they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. That's the, you know, the two losses there, Ravens and Chargers beat the Chiefs. Um, and they beat an undefeated Raiders team at the time, too. Um, and so that that's Savage's team um, was is the Raiders, right? Um, I didn't see them Apparently, in his top five. No, I don't know. No, yeah. No. The Chargers will get a closer look from me <laughs> after after Monday's game um, because of their dominant performance against the Raiders. Uh, the Cowboys, to, to your point, they haven't really looked dominant in their wins. Um, despite them having been 3-1, and one, they still could have very easily lost that game to Carolina. Um, same thing with Carolina. Carolina has has beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. To be. Dallas was just their first – like their first – like About to do it again game. Sunday. <laughs> that oh, was their first real test. Nah, that's not uh, Savage's team, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. He, he I don't know like who his team is. We yeah, see, he, he, he didn't get you a form, a bandwagon form. I thought he was a oh, bandwagon. See, we, 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 need to start, we need to start picking up on Savage's stuff a little bit more. Like, you know how Skylar does when he goes last so he can change his pick? 
like Savage like disappeared from the podcast and started making these ridiculous takes. Mm. <laughs> you he ain't got to bag it up, man. You know, way he can't come back on the podcast and bag it up. Yeah, I'm calling no you way. out, Savage. No Whenever way. the time comes, you need to come back and answer for your crimes, sir. Let's listen, let's listen to another commandment by one scholar, man. Don't entertain people when they're bored. Let's just not entertain mm. Savage. Bingo. They just bored because his team ain't worthy of watching. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. How many teams can? How many times can, are we gonna allow somebody to jump bandwagon like Savage has done? Because he's had two teams so far, and it's only week five. <laughs> we just not going to entertain him. Okay, I like that. Let it be. Okay. Remember, Jalen Hurts supposed to be a superstar. Hey, no. if they somehow if they somehow win this week, he'll be all on the Eagles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Back on <Exactly>. the Eagles. <laughs> just don't entertain him. Took yeah. took. They win. Just don't entertain him. Just like yeah, I may block him. Yeah, oh, that, I know, I'm still pissed <laughs> on that one. That one point, Aaron Rodgers and Savage acting like he didn't have the whole squad against you know me. No, Aaron Rodgers literally scored one point. Get the hell out my phone, bro. come on, man. No, dog. I'm, if Aaron Rodgers get one more point, I win that series. I win that week. No, you do no. that's what it is. What it is. But uh, better, better see his point about the um, Bills. Like I said. Yeah, I mean, we had so many three and one teams. Um, the Bills, the next yeah. two weeks, they will show me if they're top five. They play at the yeah. Chiefs and they play at the Titans on Monday night next week. Yeah, you know I said this, yeah. this top five, all five of these teams could not be on this list next week for week five. Mm-hmm. It is a very strong chance. So. And that's the crazy one of the rest seasons where we only got one undefeated team left. So they made it easier pretty much than everybody else. You got so many three and one teams, two and two teams. There's not that many teams with zero wins. I think the Lions. And the uh, Lions and the Jaguars and the Urban Myers, yeah, and the Texans. Now, Texas got they beat the Jaguars, mm-hmm. they beat the Jaguars. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah just Jackson, Detroit and the, Jacksonville. the Jacksonville Myers, yeah, Jacksonville Myers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyus better not lose it tomorrow. All right, it's time for I got two now for would you rather. First up, we got to beat fight tonight, it's been a couple years, we all watched together last time. I'm gonna watch the girl this time. Who winning? Wilder, Fury, three. I'm gonna let y'all boxing heads take this one first. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it like this here. My man put on the Undertaker hat, and the Undertaker is backing him. I'm taking him. If you don't know who, do your research. But it ain't gonna be the guy that's that looks like us. So. I think that um, I about to call him Big Churro. Uh, Big Ty has got it. Um, I, I feel like he, I don't even know what, he just has, his his power and punching is incredible. Don't get me wrong, Wilder has some too, but Fury's body shots are going to cripple Wilder. And unless Wilder has been doing squats and calf raises, this entire time, it's over because he's gonna get that bite. He's gonna start rocking a little bit more, and he's gonna start shaking, looking like Bambi again. It might fall. So yes, give me the Undertaker's bid, uh, a big tie fury. I, I, I like how you incorporated the Undertaker mm-hmm. there. That's, that's what's up. I did see that video. Uh, as a fan of Wilder, I want Wilder to win this fight, um, one hundred percent. Um. But I find myself, after all the smack talking, after all the videos he's posting on social media, I find myself asking the same question. Can you box, though? 
Like, we know you have punching power. We know you can knock somebody out. Can you box? Like, can you legit stand in the ring and obtain more points, per se, than the other guy to win the fight? And nothing that I've seen or heard has convinced me otherwise. So I'm I'm going to take Tyson Fury here. I got to see it to believe it. And I feel the same as Trevor. I want to say so bad. Wilder is about to pull out this upset. But I, even just watching the weigh-ins last night, it just don't look like he's – he looks like he he has the same way. He hasn't changed. And you would think somebody who got humbled like that would be more humble. I don't yeah. see I, – I don't see anything. Nothing told me – nothing showed – nothing showed me that he's yeah. going to pull out this upset. Unless Tyson Fury has gotten too cocky. And yeah, that's, not, that's the only way. And I think he's locked in. I think he's right. like one hundred percent locked in because right. he knows that he can. He has Wilder's number now. He knows that he right. can beat him. So, and the like, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it, there was a draw in the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. And Fury won the second one. Fury. And a lot of people thought, and a lot of people thought Fury probably like Deontay Wilder knocked him down, and he got up before ten seconds was up. But a lot of people yeah. thought Fury outboxed him. Like, yeah, I, I Wilder knocked Fury down in the first two fights, so. It, it is no evident that Wilder can land if he lands a good punch on Fury, he can knock he can. him down and knock him out. But it's Fury, I boxed him like this point. And like if I'm if I'm going into a fight and I'm one and I guess one and one should be two and oh, like it's time for me to go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so it may be a quick one to be honest with you. Like just thinking from a you know just a mental aspect, like Fury might want to go ahead and get this over with, you know, round three, this is the last of it. Like, let me go ahead and put them away so I can go ahead and claim my, my kingship. So, well, we also got a WNBA Finals matchup. So, I'm sad. So, Savage actually does have a team that he actually does commit to in the Las Vegas Aces for who, now. Who, hey, for now. who got put out last night. <laughs> oh, man. That, that hurt. That hurt so bad. Love to see it. Sorry, Agent Wilson. Love to see it though. Had to take Savage out, man. You can't mess with goats, man. I don't care what their regular season That's record true. is. Candace Parker, Chicago Sky, my squad. Yes, I followed. Yes, I was a Sparks fan. I followed. I was really oh, like oh, 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 sorry, Trevor. That's what you Maybe get for, next year. That's what you get for choosing Savage. It's the same team as Savage, man. Right. right. <laughs> he also changed his NBA oh, coaching team point. We got the same team, but it's for different reasons. Like his favorite player is, is Asia Wilson. My favorite player is Liz Camp H. So hey, <laughs> hey, she got and she got blocked by the goat last night. I was, hey, that it, was it, that. it is I, what it is. Boy, it is I jumped up like I jumped up like what? It is what it is. <laughs> Cause soon they had to switch. I was like, ah, oh, this is mismatch draw too, and they did it. I was like, bro. Yeah, I, I was like, come on now. Then so she sprayed the three. Then she sprayed the three out there. I was like, man, that's a goat. Yeah. Hey, you just can't beat goats, man. But we got a couple goats. Dan Tarasi versus Candace Park in the NBA and WNBA Finals. Uh, I think this is the lowest percentage of like regular season record because the Chicago Sky was 16 and 16 and mm-hmm. Phoenix was 19 13, mainly because of the injury. Uh, Dan Tarasi was in the out and Skylar Diggins and Brent, Brittany Grind, they all were in the out throughout the season. But when you got those three healthy at the same time, that's three superstars, so including the GOAT and Candace Parker is Candace Parker. So who you got? WBA Finals, Chicago Sky, Candace Parker, Diane Tarasi, and the Phoenix Mercury. 
Man, I go first. Like I like I told y'all yesterday, one of my favorite memories growing up in basketball period is watching the UConn and Tennessee games, you know, with Candace and Diana Taurasi with my mom. So to see them in the WNBA finals is is gonna be great. Um, of course, I'm gonna roll with the quote unquote hometown team and the GOAT, uh, Phoenix Mercury. Like you said, Sharky, once you get three healthy GOATs on the court together, it's gonna be hard to stop. You know, salute to Candace Parker for, you know, going to her hometown and turning up Chicago <laughs> like that. But um give, give me give me the mercury yeah i said the, the reason why i wanted to be a part of WNBA basketball or be more in tune with it this year was candace parker and her return um and i'm gonna keep riding that bandwagon whether it's 16 and 16 14 and, and 12 it don't even matter um and just like i said earlier momentum is, is a hell of a drug it's a hell of a drug um and sometimes it it takes momentum to beat to you guys point three goats um i.e the 2011 finals, the Mavericks going against the Beatles, uh, Heatles. So um, give me Candace Parker um, and that Chicago team to, to pull it out. Uh, I don't care how many games it takes. Just give them the ship. Yeah, it's it's all about momentum, as she just said. And Chicago is riding high right now. Um, I think I did big up before the WNBA season started back. I did big up Phoenix as being a legit threat uh to um the championship or whatever my eye is gonna because i know what i'm gonna get from candace i know what i'm gonna get for diana tarasi my eye is gonna be on skylar digger smith um yep. if she's gonna be if she's she's gonna be key in this series if she's gonna seize the moment for phoenix then phoenix kind of just walks away with it but Chicago's just on a whole nother level. Like I'm, I'm catching those 2011 Dallas Mavs vibes with Chicago. So give me Chicago, however many games it takes. Man, once so bad for my girl Candace to get her second. Down to Rossi is 39 now. This might be it. This might be her last legit shot. Who knows? It might not be. It, it might be. I don't see her losing. This is this might be this might be her last time. I don't think she retired after this year, but I think when Seattle gets back healthy with Brian, uh, Brianna Stewart next year, Las Vegas is Las Vegas will be back next year as well. So it's gonna be tough. <sighs> give me that. Give me the goat. Phoenix in five five games. It's gonna go to full distance. It's gonna be a really good series. I just think Brittany Griner will be the difference. It just and you got Diane Taurasi and Brittany Griner just like. Ah, now hopefully the Chicago Sky draws a better place than Bill Lampier did. Have Major Wilson go at Brittany Griner. Oh, Candace Park no need to no need to no need to smoke. She just uh <laughs> I should have I should <laughs> when you have somebody who come who has very much ill will towards the real GOAT for reasons obviously. You expect stuff like that, so um, I, I'm still not over that. Like the only thing that cheered me up from that was waking up and remembering that the Vols were over 500. Like I'm just gonna be real. Yeah, looking good. Because so I'm far. like, yeah, I'm like, you don't run no pin downs. Like you need to get something, get Asia Wilson in space, or at least get her going downhill to where that she can make a play. You have her catch it, turn, and trying to go right at Brittany Griner. I'm like. Yeah, this play didn't. Of course, this didn't work. Like, where Gritty Grinder snatched the giant. She didn't. Even yeah, walk. I'm she like, of course, this didn't work. 
like you have you, you gotta get, give her the opportunity to operate in space like get, give her in space or get her going downhill to where phoenix has to do something they either foul or they just give up the bucket but i i, I was just appalled at that that, that really hurt so but two game one is tomorrow and game two is wednesday you can get in one ticket in that thing I try and get in the game, man. My I'm actually gone. free Wednesday, so I'm gonna definitely try to. I'm gonna actually try to. I'm actually free Wednesday. Okay, that's what's yeah. up. That's what's yeah. up. Look at us supporting women's basketball like we supposed to. Yes, look. of course they may think they may be forces out of my hand that won't allow me to step into the arena. But you know that's neither here nor there. But we are gonna see. If not, I'll just enjoy the vibes. You know that's that's close by though. All right. So anybody else got a would you rather? We just. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Once again, be on the lookout. Uh, most wonderful time of the year. Document, uh, not document. Blog could be coming out. I'm gonna try and get it out next week. Uh, right in bed, jumping in bed, finds going on. Uh, baseball playoffs, college football, Memphis Madness next week. Um, whole lot of things going on in the field. Uh, in NBA preseason, Grizz is looking good so far. Check us out, starting five every Monday from here on out. We'll be. Right there with you, all recording platforms. Uh, let's tighten up every week, uh, almost every week, unless I'm just tired. I ain't gonna front, I'm tired. <laughs> I skip, say I'm gonna record a quick video or tell you my thoughts on Twitter. <laughs> shout out to my past, uh, shout out to our guest pastor last week, telling us not to complain for 24 hours. It definitely helped because the tires, the way they play Sunday, I said, you know what, they ain't finna ruin my day. Woke up Monday morning. They're not from the room my week. I ain't like playing no more. Let's move on this week against Jacksonville. See, <laughs> so you mentally just telling yourself it's not gonna ruin my day helps. Yep, man, you know, help. See, I, I should have took. I'm your, proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you. See, I should have took your advice last week <laughs> for the Steelers game. Yeah, I did. You just got a steal field for me. That ridiculous um non offside call happened that would have put us up by. <laughs> I should have took your advice. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, man. That, man that, no that, point. That non, that non, that non offsides, man. That shit hurt. I'm not gonna lie, because that would have changed the game, 100. Yep. Yep. Um, also, new school and she do was uh out this week as well. Probably coming out with a new one. Simon Four came out. We released it on the audio platform. Let's be real sports. So. Yeah, man. Please check it out, man. That's uh Simon Four. We talked about a little bit more of COVID. Talked more about Haiti as well. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is in full effect right now, and we're closing out on Hispanic Heritage Month, man. Just listen. I'm pretty sure I can give you like two to three talking points when you go to your next bar. Uh, but check me out. I think I'm going to drop another one this upcoming week because we got to keep it going. Yeah. yeah, for those who don't know, Blissburg County is on hold because my laptop, I got to get a new laptop. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. Uh, I would love to keep recording every week with this laptop, but this show is on a day-to-day basis. It actually held up today, but it may not be the same tomorrow. So uh, in order for me to give you guys the content that is worthy of uh, that, I know that it can be. I, I got to have a new laptop. and I got to have some, some new equipment. So let me get that up first. And who knows if Pittsburgh is at 500 or something, I may just pop back or I may just do a full season analysis uh, once everything's done. So, hey, that's that's it. For sure, for sure. You know, life happens, man. So, everybody, we all understand it. But uh, before we end off, get the promo going. Welcome to Let's Be Real Media, a podcast network that provides your official game plan for sports, culture, and music, headlined by 
the Let's Be Real podcast featuring P-Shark, Scott Lido, Tail Shakir, Trevor, Sheedy, and Savage, and includes other podcasts like the I Don't Know Sports podcast by Savage, the Let's Tighten Up podcast by P-Shark, Scooting with Sheedy by none other than name says it itself, Sheedy, Pittsburgh County podcast by Trevor, and Let's Talk About It by Uncle Mike. You can follow us on social media at LB Real Media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And as you can see, the website, go on the website, lbrealmedia.com to check us out. Thanks. All right, there you go. Remember to follow us on all platforms. And for Starting Five Podcast, Starting Five to Number Five, MEM on Twitter as we're about to turn it up. As the Grizzlies seem to be turning up with the fire alarm in the first preseason game I was at. So, <laughs> until next time. Peace. Peace.